Good morning, uh, Sakina, and uh, good morning to your listeners. I'm uh, sure uh, those equity investments that you made at the start of the year, Sakina, are looking <laughs> very, very good. Record uh, close everywhere as I listen to you and record close. Yeah, indeed it is. And of course, no surprises <laughs> because of that record close um, on the JSE on Wall Street. Uh, Asian markets trading higher. Yes, I mean, it's uh, a similar picture that we've seen this morning in Asia. Um, we saw, like, as we mentioned, the record close on the U.S. Uh, our very uh, own JSE also closing at um, above 58,000 for the first time. When I started my journey in this market, uh, financial market, back in uh, about 2006, the index was around 16,000. Now we're looking at the, the index, which is at 58, above 58,000. And 60,000 looks like um, just around the corner. Um, we could actually reach that uh, before the end of this year. And, um, I mean, fundamentals are supporting these. Um, we've seen the results that have been released from the U.S., uh, certainly very positive for the equity markets. We've seen uh, overnight as well Netflix um, releasing some stellar numbers, very positive uh, numbers. This week we have uh, a number of other you know, companies, the likes of Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, um, all those companies will be reporting this weekend, of course. Uh, and I think what makes this week more interesting is the fact that uh, we've got um, almost all, all sectors um, that are going to be represented in terms of the uh, results announcement so this will give us a much better picture, a good picture about uh, corporate America's health. Um, and, of course, I mean, the, um, the sentiment is positive across the globe. Um, it's the uh, cheap money, there's high liquidity that's in the system, and, of course, supporting all those um, equity markets. You know, the money is looking for, uh, for returns, and, 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 you know, those returns are only available through the equity markets. I mean, if you go into the fixed income space, um, there's, not, there's not really much. Um, with the exception, of course, of the lack of South Africa, where the bonds are still uh, yielding relatively high uh, interest. But when you look elsewhere in the world, um, you know, the, 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 the bonds are yielding a very low interest rate, and which is why we've seen uh, such a keen interest and, of course, um, an interest into the equity market. We've seen record close across the globe, and I think this will continue, of course. And then uh, Palladium, uh, they move, uh, Palladium moved ahead of uh, Platinum last week and also traded above the $1,000 mark, Maudi, and that was for the first time yesterday. So it uh, was a good day, it would seem, on the markets. Yes, you know, it's been a very interesting one um, between those, um, uh, uh, you know, um, the PGM and Metals. Um, I've been watching those two quite closely, Palladium and, and Platinum. And the reason why is because obviously those two, um, you know, uh, commodities are used in similar uh, fashion. Um, you, you've got both of them being utilized in, as an auto-catalytical converters, especially in, among the petrol cars. And they're also, of course, um, utilized as, as jewelry, um, you know. So, so the demand is almost similar. They're similar in their characteristics. The only difference is that platinum, of course, it extends into the diesel cars. And I think over the past couple of months, we've seen palladium um, moving um, higher while platinum remained relatively depressed. Um, it now moved, the palladium now moved above platinum price. Um, it moved above platinum price, as you said, uh, from last week for the first time since 2000 and, 2001. And it's been trading at a premium. If you remember, the beginning of um, this year or end of 2016, platinum was trading uh, more than above uh, the palladium by about 220 
dollars an ounce. Um, so now that difference has been narrowed down, and of course now platinum over to platinum. It's now trading above uh, platinum, uh, currently by about $20. Yesterday, palladium reached a new record of about um, just over $1,000 an ounce for the first time. It's never traded. And this is primarily because we've seen an increase in demand um, towards uh, palladium. Um, but also I think the other factor is that there's some reports that there is excess uh, supply. The inventories for uh, platinum is it's larger than um, those of palladium. So they seem to be uh, to have exhausted the uh, palladium um, inventories and there is a shortage of palladium uh, compared to platinum. So that's another driver of of, of, the, of, of that price, that, uh, of, of palladium that has moved above uh, platinum price. But the other factor is the fact that uh, with the, um, you know, the, uh, the, the following the emission uh, testing, uh, the vehicle, uh, the diesel uh, emission uh, uh, testing uh, scandals in Europe, uh, we've also seen, um, obviously, some uh, criticism, some negativity around the diesel cars, um, you know, with the manufacturing of diesel cars, uh, certainly on the, on the, on the decline. And that's impacting negatively on the demand for platinum as well. So it looks like we might see platinum trading below palladium for for, for some for some time now in, in in the future. So if you're an investor into the um, into those platinum uh, uh, you know shares or platinum mines, you might actually see the likes of Impala platinums um, being depressed for you know for the longest period because of the platinum price, which is under under some pressure. Um, it has been under pressure for some time, and it hasn't shown some recovery, despite the fact that the whole commodity space is recovering. I mean, you look at copper as well. Copper reaching new record above 7,000 yesterday. So there has been a recovery, um, you know, across the whole uh, commodity space, but platinum remains quite depressed.